What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the TT Podcast. It's episode number 58. This is Ace, and today I am once again joined by Prince. Hey there. Unfortunately, Brandon still can't join us yet, as he's lost his voice, uh, which is a problem for a podcast. <laughs> um, lemon tea providing he'll be back at the range next time. Mm. So it's probably going to be a very short one. Um, as US have just had Thanksgiving, uh, it's been fairly quiet. But um, we've got a few items of news here. Let's uh, jump straight into them. Uh, first up, Sony to shut down Demon Souls online service in February 2018. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> and you know that's going to come around really quick. So, so that means that all the sort of uh, the people who troll you with messages saying, saying things like, I don't know, things that they would say to throw you off the mark, and then you go and get yourself killed. That end. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, no more invasions. Um, let's see, uh, the company's published the game. Took a moment to thank everyone, as they do. I, d- I don't know. Whenever I read one of these, you know, with thank you to the players and we appreciate the support of the year, I am I the only one that's sort of at the back of my head going, yeah. <laughs> kind of, well, I mean, it's been out for a while. Has it? Yeah, that's true. I guess it's not as bad as some of the closures around here. And it's got, it? like, three sequels, essentially. Yeah. Or four, even, you could say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. And it came out in 2009. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a good run. Nine years. It's had a good run. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So, of course, online co-op invasions and stuff will uh, will no longer be possible. Is it um, just for the first game? Uh, that's what it mentions, I think. Okay, safe to assume then. I, yeah, yeah. You'll still be able I mean, to play. All the other games were Dark Souls or Bloodborne, so I guess Demon Souls was kind of on its own in name. Yes, yeah. I wonder why I didn't didn't recognise it with those ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, um, all good things, I guess. Um, let's see. Let's uh, let's move on. Um, Gwent. So this is that that card game that was rather popular in The Witcher, isn't it? That um, became a thing. Um, it was doing a single-player campaign called Thronebreaker. Unfortunately, the news is that it's been delayed until next year. Um, the developer CD Project um, said uh, they intend to increase the scope of the game's campaign. So. That's why they're delaying it. Um, but uh, they'll hopefully be a, a, a bring the game out of beta next year as well. So, it, But in the meantime, they uh, intend to increase the tempo of multiplayer updates. So you, they're, they're, they're hoping to bring more additions like cards, challenges, um, cosmetic items and things. As well as um, the standard nowadays of patches for um, uh, balancing of um, settings and tweaks as uh, yeah, most online games a competitive competitive card game it's got to be fair mm. yeah absolutely 
Right, uh, it's that topic again that seems to come round every week now. Um, the, the latest uh, in the um, microtransaction drama. So there's been a few things, isn't there? So we've got the UK Gambling Commission determines loot boxes aren't gambling. We've got um, the uh, senator in, in the US who wants to um, get them banned entirely or something, isn't it? And then we've got Belgian who are also trying to outlaw them as well. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's kicking off a little bit, uh, probably not least thanks to um, EA and Disney's um, news the other week, of course, um, uh, with, uh, with Battlefield 2 and the uh, sudden removal of their microtransactions after complaints by gamers. Um, and I, th- I think this is going to go round and round a lot, really, um, for the foreseeable future. I mean, there's so many games that are now doing this kind of... My, uh, well, not just microtransaction, but the, the whole loot box. Um, <clears throat> whether it's the the um, gambling definition for legal requirements... You, you would say it is a gamble of sorts, but then a lot of things in life are a gamble. Um, <laughs> well, no, um, I'll I'll jump in. Um, I wanted to abstain, but um, in long story short, the gambling commission, who are um, supposed to look at these things and have some element of control, have decided to say that it's not against UK law because it doesn't involve any element of cashing out. Uh, so, in other words, money goes in, money doesn't come out. But that's just, um, in my opinion, that's just an excuse because as far as I can tell, the actual act, the Gambling Act, doesn't say anything about cashing out being required for it to count as a prize. Uh, The definition of a prize I talked about a few weeks ago. Um, So in my opinion, they're just evading the whole situation and trying to pass the buck. That's all I have to say about it. Uh, that's a surprise. I was going to say, what about those claw games? Do they have to? Do, do they ignore those things as well, or do they have to regulate those? Well, I suppose you do get something out of it if you win. Well, not necessarily if you miss. No, if the, you win, the claw. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh. I mean, it. From my point of view, now I, it's getting a little bit scary with how many games these are showing up in. I mean, I wanted to get Call of Duty World War 2 because I was quite excited to see it go back to its roots. But I hear that's got microtransaction and loot crates in it as well, so I'm kind of a bit wary now. I'm going to have to look at that closer, but I'm probably not going to want to get involved in that. I've already got one game that has already um, fleeced me. Um, so I don't particularly want to. I don't want to start any other games that have just got the that the bottom line is just stop. Everyone has to stop buying these uh, loot box endless microtransaction games. That's all there is. That's the only way we'll ever solve it. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's difficult though, isn't it? Because it does play on. No, it's it's just you just have to have a little policies. bit of self control, and that's all there is to it. Let's um, uh, yeah. I mean, you, you know, you can't turn around and say every, you know, alcoholic or gambler. Oh, you just need a bit more self-control. You know, I mean. No, I'm saying you know, to the, the people that want the industry to change, the people that don't indulge in 
the gambling addiction, yeah. then mm-hmm. help everyone by not buying these games. Yes, well, that, yeah, that, that, that is true. But, um, obviously, they're they're and they're actively trying to get you to buy these and sell them. So they're they're working this in or in all manner of ways. I mean, there was um, you know, there's the um, patents um, that they were doing to sort of literally compare and line line it up with with, with new things to buy to tempt you and reward you for having bought them. Aren't they? So they're, they're, if that's just the ones we know about. I'm sure there's um, all manner of um, logic coded into the games to, um, you know, to put them into their favour. So it's, uh, yeah. Um, and then and then there's games that don't have them initially that they then patch into them afterwards. I think that's really underhanded. Um, you know, it's nice to know what you're getting when you. When you get it, and not that they're going to patch this in afterwards, you know. It's uh, it's it's coming to a head, isn't it? Um, it's going to be interesting year next year. I think um, everyone's kind of having enough of this, you know. And then it depends how big a backlash it's going to be. I mean, you know, is it going to be like the online passes, or or more like the season passes that have sort of slipped by a little bit? Whereas online passes, everyone really fought back against. But then you had um, retail on the side of that as well because it impacted them with their pre-owned sales, didn't it? So gamers won't have that on uh, on the microtransaction side. Um, yeah, so it's interesting to see. We'll see what the, the lawmakers um, eventually decide on. Uh, no doubt it'll probably be different in different regions which would be even more costly and difficult for the developers to have to deal with, I guess. Um, so slightly similar to that uh, is Bungie are changing the XP earn rates in Destiny 2. So you know how I was saying how there's, there's other bits of logic they've got in the games to sort of mess about with these. Well, there is another good example. So in Destiny 2, they... They have a, a system in there that um, scales up and scales down um, the amount of XP you get based on uh, length of matches or or, or fixed durations or, or difficulties or, or so forth. Um, but evidently, it um, it wasn't performing the way they'd like it to, and certainly, judging by the feedback from uh, the gamer base, it certainly wasn't um, working the way they wanted it to. So they've disabled that system. Although it's not quite clear here as exactly whether that means you know, ev- everyone's going to get the same set amount of XP the whole time now, or whether there are still any any variations. But they do say it's going to be more consistent now, presumably until they at least tweak it and um, and reintroduce it, I guess. Um, but I mean, it's it's difficult as as a sort of I don't know partial casual gamer because you know got full time job, family, and all those bits. Um, you know, it, it does seem a little bit unfair to um, to penalise us who don't have a lot of time, but we still want to get obviously to the same levels, unlock the same rewards. If you indeed can still unlock rewards these days in games. Um, it's uh, it, 
it, it seems that they just seem to be trying anything and everything, but not putting a lot of thought into it for everyone. You know, I mean, obviously, if you know, if you're, if if you've got more time for gaming, then congrats. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's. Um, I mean, obviously, a lot of people are going to say, "Oh, well, they you know they they were, they were holding back XP and bits and, and doing it stealthily and nastily." And it was only when people sort of called them out on it that they've now done this. But uh, you, you can imagine that they're not the only ones to sort of uh, diddle with the XP amounts. Depending, I mean, I'm sure every game launches with. Um, with set rules in it, and they change them fairly quickly. Sometimes for better, sometimes for the worse. <laughs> um, so I guess we'll see how that goes. See how people get on with that. Um, and then um, slightly more cheerier one, I think, uh, in the news um, shows that Sega have a sense of humour. Uh, Sonic Forces gets Sonic T-shirt as a free download. How about that? Something for free these days. <laughs> um, so, so this is Sonic Forces paying tribute to the much-loved Sonic meme uh, via free in-game T-shirt. So th- this this is this goes back to I think 2010, doesn't it? Um, sort of that that kind of MS Paint um, art style that um, fans would do little artworks of of Sonic characters. Um, it, it, you probably got to see it really to get the idea, but. Um, yeah, it's quite funny that um, you, you can now get this T-shirt and it's got that that kind of MS Paint representation of Sonic on there or Sonic. Um, yeah, and you can have it for your your custom character, so that's good. It's nice to get something for free and and pokes fun at itself a little bit in this uh, in this current climate. <laughs> I'll I'll have to download that when I get back. What about you, Prince? Did you um, did you get Sonic Forces? No. No, okay, just me then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Um, I think that's it. It's like I say, it's pretty light on the news this week. Um, let's uh, segue into the topic of the week. Um, uh, this week, I thought I'd go for um, discussion on seasonal events in games. So, um. I guess usually they're kind of like multiplayer games, but you know, around like we've just had Thanksgiving. Um, there's also ones for Easter and Halloween and all those ones. And I'm sure there's going to be ones for Christmas as well. Um, <clears throat> usually, the sort of multiplayer competitive games they either do like snowy backgrounds or special weapons, or hopefully they give away extra credits or XP or or, or loot boxes, or whatever it is. Um, your your poison of choices in that game um but um is is it good is it fair i mean a lot of us now uh, the older you get it's a little bit more difficult to um escape away from the family and uh, and play games certainly on christmas day that uh, that usually doesn't go over very well does it prince <laughs> that's a terrible time to put an event <laughs> this is such a bad idea that one of the one of the most um uh, prolific examples is Batman Arkham City. Um, mm. They had Calendar Man uh, trophies where you had to go on the game on certain days of the year. 
I mean, fortunately, you could change the system uh, date because it wasn't online-based, uh, but it required you to log in at various holidays over the year. And obviously, being holidays, that probably means you're doing something else. It's not just a regular day. It's just a fundamentally stupid idea. Um, that and the fact that it would then drag out your completion to at least seven months of the year. Yes, that is a pain, isn't it? And if you miss one, then good luck, wait another 12 months. I mean, if you were trying to do it legitimately, that is. It's silly. But the same principle yes. applies to online um, events. Actually, no, that's a that's an example of it being good, and that's bad. <laughs> so an example <laughs> of it being really bad is the online ones, like when they put in some new special content and then they make it time limited and then they take it away. What are you doing? What are you thinking? <laughs> like, that's like giving you a game and then saying, well, enjoy it because half of it's going away um, quickly. I mean, bad enough bringing down online service, but to actually make a whole extra bit of content and for no reason at all, take it away. Just doesn't make sense, does it? That is a bit of a pain, yeah. So the examples I'm thinking of um, are when they put special themed skins or characters. Um, so examples being Gears of War or Overwatch. Um, and special modes even in Overwatch, I believe. Um, mm -hmm. And then in Final Fantasy fifteen, they had the Chocobo Festival. Uh, Chocomog. And uh, that was like a whole new area with fun things to do, to explore, um, but time limited. And then the Assassin's Festival, same thing. Uh, new area, new gameplay, new costumes, time limited, good idea, not a good idea. Um, mm. I just don't understand why they do it, but I, don't know. I guess the flip side is that having an excuse to make something like Christmas skins or Halloween uh, events um, or like something to celebrate the release of a new game um, that's good uh, like I'm thinking back to something older uh, Mass Effect and Kingdom of Amala the tie-in uh, like pre-order items um, but then why not just make that available after the fact because you've already put the effort into making it. You might as well put it in the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or at least come back to it later and, and make it available, yeah. Yeah, after the first year, just make all of them available again. Yes. That would be good. The other problem, of course, is um, a lot of the times the time zones don't always line up with everyone you know i mean we've got gamers all over the world america uk australia you know and um some some areas can find out they they miss out a lot they only get like a couple of hours of it or um or miss it entirely well if you ever make a game event that only lasts for a day or a couple of days and especially if it's got time specific time limits not days, but times, um, and it's not a tournament. It's just stupid. What are you like? Unless it's a tournament and people need to be online at a certain time, there's no reason for you to make it so specific. Um, mm. Just put it on for a week at least. If it's not, if it's less than a week, like people go on holidays, people have 
work projects, people have uh, family visiting or whatever, like things happen in life. You can't just always have the time for a game. A week is not a lot to ask for. Mm. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But, um... Yes, it's a uh, bit of a downer, isn't it, on them? But um, no, I, mean, yeah, I let, think of it positively. It's just the downer is that these devs are doing it stupidly. The positive is that they have made extra content, and it's usually free. Um, they've made them only because of these special events, like the Assassin's Festival never would have happened without the Assassin's Creed Origins tie-in, um, mm-hmm. and like the extra skins and stuff. They're there because of these. Uh, time events but they just should not be restricted they should be more giving uh, and it's already free so it's not like we're asking for it to be free it's already free yeah exactly yeah so yes it um it would be good if they were doing for longer and if they'd release it all again later on like the second year of the game's life or something mm. so yeah um yeah, for the most part, they're pretty cool. Um, it's a shame how they only ever seem to be like the the multiplayer ones, isn't it? It'd be nice if, say, I don't know, Horizon Zero Dawn, like the whole world was snowy or something, or kind of like a know. World of Warcraft kind of event. Uh, yeah, that's more suited to online games, of course. But still, it'd be nice if occasionally things like that happened. Mm, yeah, I wonder if. Um, Nights into Dreams still um, still changes to uh, the Christmas <laughs> one with snow everywhere on the uh, on the uh, remaster for the next gen consoles. Be something to try out. Um, yeah, so I mean we're we're generally in favour of them. They're pretty good. We just um, want to make sure everyone gets an equal opportunity to partake. And if they're going to put a lot of effort and time into making whole new sections and things, they uh, they need to be up for longer and they they need to come come out again later on or maybe in a uh, game of the year edition pack or something or like a it, when the game's been out quite a while and they do that sort of you know or gold edition or all inclusive dlc pack or whatever they tend to refer to it as in in the individual cases but they all, all tend to do something along those lines don't they well they're usually server restricted so it's not like the dlc uninstalls itself just some signal from the server is saying you can't play that right now. Yeah. That's true. Mm. Okay. Um, right. That's a bit shorter than I thought. Uh, but <laughs> no, we're already uh, running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, we haven't got the PS Plus games yet for December. Hopefully, we'll we'll know those um, next time. Uh, let's see, so let's, uh, without further ado, uh, move on to popular trophies. Okay, uh, the fifty most popular trophies this week on TrueTrophies.com. Uh, November twenty seventh, twenty seventeen. Um, it's uh, it's fairly similar week this week to last week actually. Um, it's a bit quieter. Uh, I think everyone's um, 
been engrossed in Thanksgiving, Black Friday, um, eating and shopping. Not a lot of time for gaming and unlocking. <laughs> um, so Warframe, uh, Planes of Edelon DLC has slipped out of the list. Um, in its place, we've got uh, number six, Batman the Enemy Within. The Telltale series has snuck back in at spot 47, trophy, shot in the dark, 84 wins. Um, uh, no other trophies, obviously. Um, down to spot number five is Worms Battlegrounds. Uh, spot 39, Tara's in a pinkle again. 86 wins, so just a tiny bit more than Batman. Um, still clinging it on there as um, the most popular PS Plus title. At number four, um, this has gone up a spot, is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. The uh, Frozen Wilds DLC, spot 24. Different trophy this week to last week. Follow Roast's teachings. 94 wins and two other trophies in the top 50. At number three, also uh, gone up a spot, is Assassin's Creed Origins, spot 19. Trophy almost there, 104 wins and 15 other trophies in the top 50. So, fairly good amount of trophies there. Um, still very popular. Uh, at number two, uh, non-mover, it's uh, Call of Duty uh, World War Two, spot 18. Uh, it's a different trophy, Buck Private Recruit. 108 wins and three other trophies in the top 50. So, um, not very many. Um, but, uh, um, good, good amount of unlocks, I guess. Which, um, leaves at first place still, uh, as from last week, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, trophy royalty with 141 wins and 23 other trophies in the top 50. So it's still clinging on to about 50% of the top 50 chart but um, uh, clearly as you can tell from those um, unlock numbers very very quiet um, uh, gaming uh, trophy unlocks this week because people have other things to do on Thanksgiving week uh, yes yes and Black Friday and cyber deals and shopping shopping and eating yeah. Everyone's been busy shopping and eating. Mm. Hopefully not at the same time. It could get indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, moving along. Um, there doesn't seem to be anything for the drop this week. I don't think there's anything to shout about, unfortunately. Um, not surprising, again, given it's the shopping uh, holiday week. Um, it's probably not a good time to try and release a new game. So... We'll probably see uh, maybe next week or the week after um, some more bits show up then. But at the moment, everyone's everyone's out getting uh, console deals and saving five ten pounds here and there off off of games. Um, let's see. Right. So, what have you been up to this week? Uh, what have you been up to, Prince? What have you been playing? Oh, just um, grinding more gears and. Uh... I got to the credits in Mario Odyssey. That was the delight. Uh, oh, you did! You finished it now, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Very good. Um, 
it it turned out to be quite true that there is much more <laughs> after the credits. Um, yes. So I am now going back to many worlds with many more moons to collect and not enough yes. hours. No, there's there's a lot of backtracking and roaming around, isn't there? They um, yeah, I, I certainly like that. get a good a good lot of use out of the Odyssey. Yes, and the the fact that you can use amiibo to any amiibo um, to uh, use the tracker in the game. Well, not that's poor choice of words. Um, if you tap an amiibo after five minutes, you can get the location for a moon that you haven't found yet if you want. Um, so if you get stuck uh, towards the last few moons in their world, you can tap some of your amiibo and it'll give you that hint. It'll give you a location. So it's a good uh, way okay. to, uh, to crack the last few. Is that um, one use per amiibo? Well, um, you tap and then you have to wait five minutes, then you get it. Um, but you can continue to use your amiibo over and over. And if you have more than one amiibo, you can tap them all at the same time. So when the five minutes is up, you'll get however many amiibo number of hints. Ah, okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, isn't it if you get the Bowser amiibo for um, Odyssey, then you get some sort of Power Moon tracker? If with the Bowser amiibo, you can get a, like a, a visual indicator for the purple coins, which are harder to find. Because there is no other tracker uh, for them, as far as I know. Uh, okay. So it's tempting to get that, but the purple coins are non-essential, really. No. Uh, don't they give you outfits from the land that you then have to use to get through doors to then get moons? It's true. Uh, you use the purple coins, which are specific to the worlds, uh, to unlock some of the outfits, which are... Um, which can be used anywhere, um, but the outfits generally cost um, maybe fifteen for a set, or at most like forty for a set. So within the first fifty or so coins in a world, you can get all of the outfits, and the remaining coins will really be just for decoration. So you can kind of go without them. Mm. Yeah, stickers in it for the Odyssey. And... Yeah, those are charming, but they're like rewards rather than um, essentials. Mm. Yeah, there's a there's a list for them, isn't there? For I think they call them souvenirs, don't they? That's right. Yeah, I would Have like you, to get um... more stuff. The 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 way the game is designed, there's so much to to get and to unlock. It's just constantly. It's not constantly, um, like baiting you like a Call of Duty. Um, like all the progress track is everywhere just in your face it's all in the menus so it's not in your face but when you yeah. go looking at how much there is more that you can do you can kind of set yourself goals whichever you want to do first wherever you want to go um, just play that way just always getting something which is a nice yes. of progress yeah there's the there's the nice lists from the um, map screen isn't there yeah there's the list of all the enemies that you can capture. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even know how I missed some of those, but I have. So I'll probably go back for on the hunt for those at some point. Mm. Yes, yeah, so there's some there's some tricky ones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give away some ah, spoilers. Okay, though. yeah. Yeah. Things yet unknown, even to me. 
<laughs> um, yes, but uh, yeah, it's all it's, it's good fun. Um, I've um, I've gotten quite far in that with the fam as well. Yeah, they're You've been um, playing. They're loving it with your kids, haven't you? Yes, yes. So how does that they're work? All, um, uh, I I I get given it to do the difficult platformy bits, uh-huh. and then I have to I have to surrender it again <laughs> afterwards. It's like they can't do it after like three or four goes. It's like, oi, can you can you do this? Oh, okay. Um, have you have you had any of the uh, sort of um, worlds that are like big colourful blocks, like oranges and blues? If that means anything to you? I don't. That doesn't ring any bells. Doesn't ring any bells. You might have missed. You might have missed those. So, um, there are some, uh, some like warp. Well, they're like chimneys to me. Some warp chimneys or warp doors, and you go through them, and it kind of puts you in. I guess it's like the Mario Odyssey equivalent of like VR uh, missions, <laughs> and um, there's, there's usually quite a lot of platforming involved. That uh, could be quite frustrating. <laughs> so, yes, usually, usually those come up, and e- even I sometimes struggle with with those. Um, like takes takes a few goes. You're you're alluding to the the post game stuff, aren't you? So, the main game's quite easy to complete, but for those that were complaining that it's too easy, there's plenty more challenge after the fact, right? Were uh, were they post game ones? Were they? If you're talking well, about I'm the grey sure... stone ones, yeah. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure a couple of them appeared before then. But um, certainly, post game, you certainly seem to get quite a few more of those. It does definitely seem to be the case. Um, yeah, I'm starting to regret calling calling Mario Odyssey easy. <laughs> um, Take that! Just, uh, <laughs> the developers yeah. are secretly laughing at you all along. Well, I I had a suspicion that at some point. There would be the equivalent to the Mario 3D World. Uh, what were those last three levels? Was it Crown Crown World? Yes. There's literally like three three levels at the end. Oh, that, that last one was. In... <laughs> I I haven't been able to beat those ones yet. It, it's insane. <laughs> it's the it's the Mario equivalent of seriously. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was a true test. Yes, I I still haven't been able to do those ones, and it's 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 controller hurling at the TV, frustrating. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I'm hoping that's that's not in here. Anyway, um, as much as I yeah, recommend Mario Odyssey to any gamer, and my bet is still on that it's going to be the game of the year. It actually, already is the game of the year. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, um, of course. Let's talk about a PlayStation game. Um, mm-hmm. That being the new expansion for Final Fantasy Fifteen called Comrades. I didn't talk about oh, it last yes. week, you see. Even though I had been playing it last week. Um, yeah. So why have you Let's not played on. this yet, Ace? Yes. Um, because Final Fantasy was one of those games that I sort of started, got into, and then unfortunately kind of... But the Comrades expansion is like a whole separate piece of gameplay. Oh, is it? It's, it's entirely separate, no connection linked to it at all. Well... Stats-wise or anything. Stats-wise, yes. Story, not so much. 
Yeah, so my characters are all probably going to be naff thing compared to yours. So no, but the stats are um, fresh. You make a new character, you make him look. Oh, do you? Like uh, not exactly however you want, but you make him look um, customized. And then, oh, um, okay. You just choose what kind of weapon you like, which is gameplay style. You choose what kind of stats and build you like, so magic or strength, yeah. vitality. Um, and then you can kind of go your own way after that. Right. Pretty cool. You've got to level okay. up, of course, and you've got to power up your weapons, but realistically... Oh, no, not more leveling. Leveling is, if not <sighs> the core... Um, RPG mechanic is one of the most crucial things in an RPG. It basically defines what RPG is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of all leveled out, as you know. Huh. <laughs> it's not, if it's not Gears or Sonic, or and everything is all about leveling now. Yeah, but none of those well, are RPGs. They're all aping the RPG archetype. Uh, stealing. But what happened to just progressing from a story you know that's called an adventure game oh okay. <laughs> fine <laughs> yeah adventure games are great yeah point and click um oh no not those ones oh, you asked no. for it <laughs> i thought that was rpg you know no. clickety click click no rpgs right. involve progression yeah yeah all right now, point and click is is its own thing, isn't it? Point and click adventure. Yeah, that's yeah, it's a subgenre of yeah adventure. Yeah, just regular adventure. <laughs> just a, a story-driven game with levels and a finish. Miss those. Um, <laughs> without uh, without having to level your character and yeah, XP there are still loads of those. Everybody's gone to the Rapture. Um, Edith Finch. Uh, Ah uh, no, so no what those else. ones are. That no, those ones are walking simulators, aren't they? Which is a subgenre kind of... of adventure. Wow, well, yeah, that's really How about Secret of Monkey Island? Bear, but... Or um I don't know, like uh Grim Fandango. Or, you know, there's loads. There's so many. Yeah. Alright, so how far have you got with, with that then? Uh just like twenty hours or something. Um Right. Just it, the thing about it is, it's it's so um, like freeing. It's 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 an RPG, but without with more like shackles off because there's not so much of a story progression in that you don't really go anywhere um, physically. Uh, you have a hub, and then you unlock some more hubs as you progress. But it's all about deploying from the hub into these arenas where you fight, and you then level up and you get materials to um, power up your weapons and things like that so it's kind of it's not story focused it's more like progression focused it's more about going out there and the actual gameplay of combat and the the sort of exploration of where you can go in terms of your your fight rather than your feet Um, and it's just kind of because you're always matchmaking with random people, um, you can see how they operate and you can work together with them um, either just implicitly or maybe using a microphone if you like. Um, you can go with friends, you can go with AI, 
if you don't want to play with people. Um, you just kind of create your own adventure and um, embrace the sort of the core mechanics of of fighting numerous mystical beasts of various forms and shapes and sizes. If you didn't get enough of that in the original game, then... Well, kind of, yeah. I mean, the thing that separates it from the original game is that you're not going to places to find a specific type of enemy in each place. You're just constantly deploying, like, depending on which quest you pick, you fight a completely different creature. And it's only, like, a few mm. minutes difference rather than, like, like, in Chapter 1, you might fight Behemoth, and in Chapter 12, you might fight, like, a nice team. And I don't know, like... It, there's a distinct difference in the progression of the story um, mm -hmm. which changes the pacing in a different way. Okay. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So are there any trophies involved in, in this one? Yeah, there are definitely trophies. Um, trophies for... Uh, um, mainly for... You'll get most of the trophies on the progress um, and then I think you have to finish the story... Um, and there's one which is kind of luck-based, which is a shame, but um, if you're playing it for 20 hours or more, you'll probably get it anyway. All right. Cool. So, um, so check it out. I look forward to playing more because it's the thing about not having a story means that you don't really know where it's going and you don't really know when it ends. Um, and it doesn't have the same kind of... MMO feel of it never ends it definitely will end but you've kind of got a journey where you can't see the end um, of the road so you've got that hope the continuous hope of um, of the adventure ah interesting hmm. um, so yeah um, from one mystery to another um, reminder this week um, is the True Trophies Community Challenge number two. So remember we mentioned this was uh, this was coming up last week. Yeah, we um, we were talking about the the flags and how they'll be um, used yes. in the challenge. That's right. So this uh, second challenge is called the Twelve Days of Christmas. Um, it's going to be every day from the first of December through to the twelfth of December. Um, the TT will reveal a new mini challenge for you to complete. Uh, it will require unlocking a certain number of trophies of a certain type or some other task that will be relatively straightforward um, for most of us. Um, you'll have until the end of the month to complete all 12 challenges and they must be done in order. So a bit like the alphabet challenge in, in that respect. Um, However, you can earn non-qualifying trophies during the challenge without breaking the challenge you're going for. So, you know, you can still play what you like, as you like. Um, it won't, um, won't be detrimental. Uh, so registration for that is open now on the website. So if you're interested in that, go and, um, and sign up on the hub. Um, it's, it's free to register for it. Uh, and if... If you manage to complete all 12 challenges by the end of December, you'll receive a, a new community challenge badge. Or you'll get um, 
uh, an increase uh, upgrade of the color of your existing one. So those, yep, there uh, you go. lucky for you that have one already. Yes, for the for those of us who um, who bothered with the alphabet challenge, <coughs> Prince. <coughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes, so you can you can head to the site and register now on the Twelve Days of Christmas Hub. If you're also uh, a TAer as well as TT, it's also running over there. So if you want a, a double challenge, you can you can register it for it twice. So yes, in, enjoy. Can't wait to see what um, what they come up with it. Are you going to are you going to join into this one, Prince? This time, I like the look to, of it. I would like to join it. I like the look of it, but I I basically can't because um, it's all about unlocking trophies. And in the next forty days, I'll be lucky if I unlock even ten in total. So <laughs> unfortunately, I can't. Okay. Uh, it's abstaining again. <laughs> uh, I wonder. I wonder if Brandon will have to ask him next week. I think he could um, maybe pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. If his voice is working, he can answer. <laughs> um, right. Okay. Uh, right. So that's that's that. Um, we'll skip trivia again. And no, I'm not going to give you ten points for free. Make it hundred. Don't. No. Don't ask. <laughs> right. Um, okay. I think that's it for everything important uh, this week. Um, so uh, thanks for joining us uh, obviously on True Trophies you can subscribe there you can subscribe to us on YouTube you can rate us on iTunes and on Google Play you can follow us at True Trophies I'm at Cloud on Twitter Brandon is Megabrand0 thanks for joining us and until next time have fun we'll see you soon bye see you around <laughs>